intro because we didn't establish that before. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks the... for offering to do the intro. Yes, to the Tag and Brando podcast. You're in. I We're am, here. Uh, I am a host. You are of a host? A couple of things, actually. I'm a little sick. Oh. But... Uh, <laughs> a host of bacteriums. <laughs> yes. But I am also uh, co-hosting this show That's with true. Um, my good buddy, a Taggart. That's right. Welcome. Wave to the people. I, if you, you can't know. tell, I'm waving. <laughs> it's just a slight, like... <laughs> yeah, that's why they make those sounds in in martial arts movies, because... For, so for the, the people who can't... <laughs> for the people who can't see... Yeah, okay. I could buy it. Mm-hmm. I could dig it. Yeah, uh, but today we're just gonna um, go on and on about a couple of things, like uh, normal. Have a little bit of a question yep. that we like to ask. Yep, question of the day today. Taggart's gonna uh, get us going on some of our old timey times with a triggered memory. Let's talk memories of old, and uh, and then. You'll hear something that's new, at least for us. That's right. But it'll be new to you, too. Probably. Hearing us talk about it is newish. It is newish. Mm-hmm. So jumping in. Let's do it. Let's get right in. Because this, this one's going to take a while, because we got to talk about a lot of different things. In what television show do you think... Could go on forever. Forever. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. So give you like kind of a contrast here. Oh, hit me. Something like How I Met Your Mother should have been one, maybe a season and a half. (laughs) By title alone. (laughs) They did good for quite a few seasons, but I see I see your point. Yes. I mean, that's the thing, is is when you think of the longevity of your show. You kind of got to throw the title. You got to factor the title in. Right. I mean, there's a lot of good shows out there that could have lasted a long time and did. But if you have a, you know, this is the, you know, uh, the last man on earth. And then all of a sudden he's no longer the last man on earth. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of throws a wrench in the, (laughs) in the works there. So a little bit, I guess. That was the twist, though. Ooh, yes. So, yeah, what what show do you feel based on... And I mean, go on forever decently, not just like, yeah, puddle, puddle well, around. I think a good answer to this would be um, Doctor Who. Oh, okay. So, uh, explain to the... Non Hoovians <laughs> like myself. Yes, sir. What Doctor Who is all about? Well, that's hard to s- surmise, but the Doctor as a character is set up uh, in a way that, as an alien, the Doctor um, has an interesting um, trait where when the Doctor is going to die, he or she can then regenerate um, mm-hmm. and basically continue their life as uh, in a different visage, as a different person in body and shape and mind, yet they can... <laughs> they So a completely different actor swapped in with nobody batting an eye. Right. I mean, maybe there unless were, it's a woman. Maybe there are eyes bat. They they batted, but uh, yes. no, she, she's doing fine. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not in touch with the Huvian nation, um, but I've enjoyed <laughs> some of her episodes for sure. Um, okay. And so, because of that regeneration thing, it was only supposed to be finite, and they kind of fixed that. So now we don't know how long the Doctor can regenerate. So possibly forever. Um, there's already been just a uh, 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 twelve, thirteen. I think it's what, four, thirteen, right? 
Well, let's see. Matt Matt Smith was eleven. Matt Smith was eleven. Then yeah, yeah then thirteen and fourteen. Fifteen or uh wait, eleven, no, no. twelve, thirteen. 12. I can I'm a good I'm good at maths. <laughs> Uh, Twelve uh, was uh, what's his name, the older guy, right? right. Capaldi, and then, and then yeah. fourteen. If 13. we're ca- thirteen, if we're counting correctly, you, you can you can put in a fourteen ish because uh, John Hurt was kind of introduced as a doctor the, okay. for the fiftieth special. Um, oh, and right. he's classified as the war doctor, not a number, but he's in there. So you could, you could, you could say that. Um, and so this show's been going on since. Was he was he supposed to be longer, and he just and he died, or no? He was no. just in that one special. He was just in the one special, so he technically falls before um, the new run of the show. Right before oh, so. the new run of the show is when he he actually lived in the timeline. So he's the the solo a Star Wars story of Doctor Who. <laughs> I I don't like that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it in the way the kids understand it. <laughs> I don't know if more more properly he was Rogue One. Okay. Before, Fair. before New Hope. So uh, okay. So no force powers. Just okay. Got it. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So, anyways, so the show has been going on for this since the '60s. There was a small hiatus in the '80s and '90s. A twenty-year hiatus. There was a. It was a good hiatus. Now, mind you. Uh, and then the show started back up again, and it. But you know, it's it's a long, it's long, long running show. I don't know about the longest, but uh, anyways, just the way that it's set up, you could have actors come in and play the doctor for all the times, probably. Right. So. Okay. So. What do you think? I mean, and, but you consider that one continuous TV show, though, Doctor Who. It, it it is canonized as one continuous TV show. So, okay, because I've heard Doctor Who compared to um, Star Trek, and I don't know. Have we talked about this? No, hit me. What's oh. this? <clears throat> so, like, like you said, Doctor Who is written in such a way to where they, you know, they can go pretty much in any direction they want. Right. Right. Because, as I understand the Doctor, then the TARDIS and everything is you can travel in time and space, so you can visit That's planets yes. that, you know, so, we have yeah. no, and then you can go back in time and do a special on the Civil War or right. something British, <laughs> <laughs> right? The 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 war the the hundreds years or so. But whatever you like, um, World War II, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so it's it has been compared to the the American version of Doctor Who that kind of like fills that same niche is Star Trek, uh. and the fact that you really just need a captain and a crew. Okay. That that the 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 universe is set up in a way where you know we already have that. I mean, we had you know Kirk and then Picard and then uh, eventually we get to Picard again and everything. Yeah. But um, the biggest thing that also works in their favor is they have the holodeck and right Q. <laughs> <laughs> which, which uh-huh. basically allows them to more or less well and and the fact that they're visiting alien planets sure. so they go to a planet that has the same the same um I don't want to say feel like the same like system the same 
as you know ancient Rome or something. You know, the same oh, governing uh-huh. setup or whatever. So it's like, oh well, we're gonna address this like as if we went back in ancient Rome and everything, and then they go to another planet that's like, you know, a you know uh, primitive culture, and then they go to another planet that's futuristic, and so they can jump around. And if they don't have that, they also have the holodeck, right? Which means they can go back to the old west, or, or, or they can do a noir story. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 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 very much this crossover, and I guess I didn't realize that um, Community basically played off of both of those with uh, Troy and Abed, like because he had. Um, what was it? It was Reggie and oh, what was what was Abed's character? I know what you're talking about, but yeah, it's a straight up yes. like Doctor Who rip yeah, off. But they also had they also had the Dreamatorium, which was the holodeck, right? Was, you know, what the place where they would go and imagine. Um, and so yeah, it was basically it's. Um, a parallel, right? Um, Inspector Space Time. That was it, right? Inspector Space Time. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, but you can't make, <clears throat> you can't really count Star Trek as one show. It is right. Uh, it is a difference of many different. You know, each captain has their own series, right? And everything like that, but um, interesting though. Interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I think definitely Star Trek has proven that. Yeah, again, we can come full circle. We're already back to John Jean Luc Picard right. in his own series and everything. But uh, but yeah, um, I was thinking. <clears throat> um, it, it's interesting that you say like a TV show that like swaps people out. Right. Right. So you think of uh, like, um, so the longest TV shows that we have are, like you said, Dr. Who, where you can swap people out um, days of our live and general hospital and all those. Soap they operas. Just introduce new characters and keep the storylines going. Yeah. Right. They introduce and people eventually die or, come back and die and all that kind of different stuff. Right. Um, Grey's Anatomy, which is the same thing, but just in prime time. Right. But, um, and uh, Saturday Night Live. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. So Saturday Night Live, you got this like passing of the torch from cast member to cast members. Some people, you know, last for 10, 20 years. James or Tim Meadows style. <laughs> Some people right. barely get a season and a half right. out of it, you know? Right. And, um, and then, uh, you got other shows like the Simpsons that, right. I also thought they, about cartoons. Like there's mm-hmm. some of our longest running TV shows right now are cartoons. They've been on forever. Yeah. Cause you know, a voice actor can potentially keep the same kind of voice for, for a long, 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 long time. And if you don't right. have somebody that can do that, then you got somebody probably that can sound enough like them to replace e- them. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's, if it's popular enough, everybody has a voice and somebody's got to be good enough to keep it going. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So we still I got Winnie the think- Pooh. You do have Winnie the Pooh. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so, I was thinking about it like more of like a um, what show would I want to see keep going? Like what show do I think has enough okay. of, a, of a stance and everything like that? And um, oddly enough, I think something like um, like something about a family, I think could keep going. Like okay. if you if you did a a show like um 
yeah, let's say like Full House or Family Matters. Uh-huh. Family Matters got weird. It got weird. It got way weird. <laughs> Family got way weird. Got way weird. I mean, if you've seen like the um the Key and Peel skit for Family Matters, I haven't seen it. Uh-uh. Oh, it's um Peel is playing um uh Reginald uh, or what is his name? Carl Winslow. Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And everything and he's like this was supposed to be a show about a cop that goes home to his family and it's like yeah we know but and like he's just talking to like the producer or whatever it's like but Urkel Mania it's like we have to feed into it he's like it doesn't make any sense it's like last episode he turned me into a car <laughs> like all this kind of stuff like yeah he got it jumped the shark for sure oh yeah for sure um but um yeah, I think a show that that can really last would be like yeah, something about a family like Full House or Everybody Everybody Loves Raymond or something like that that you eventually just, you know, hope the kid actors just pick up where the right. adults leave off and everything. I mean, Full House is trying, right? Are they still going? Yeah, there's uh yeah, they're still yeah. going. They're like four seasons in or something. Yeah. And uh uh Boy Meets World Girl Meets World. They tried. Yeah. They did they not. They tried. They were not as successful. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, or, or a show. And that's the thing is those are the kind of premises that you would need, like The Office. Like The Office, in its namesake alone, could be could continue on. Could have continued, but, yeah. Yeah. It's but all it was, about... But that's you know, all about the new characters coming in, and people have to care about them and be okay, right? After the old ones leave, and that's I think that was hard. Um, yeah. So yeah, theoretically, it could could have continued. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think in your summation, it's probably a better idea to have a show that you can replace people. <laughs> Right. To be perfectly honest. Right. Because, you know, if you're, even if you're trying to replace people organically, like Michael leaving the office or, um, I'm trying to think of a character, character they killed off because, um, they didn't want to work with them anymore. <laughs> like, uh, Marge or not Marge, uh, Flanders. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? Midge. Midge? No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ma. Yeah. Mod. Mod. Mod Flanders. Mod Flanders. Right. Yeah. It's like I want more money, or we could just kill you off. <laughs> like, is that really what they did? I yeah. mean, I know she died, but that's really the the story behind it. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh wow. And so, um, so yeah, I think I think you need to kind of build in something because yeah, you look at something even like How I Met Your Mother, which was written really well. Right. I mean, you give you know you give a crap just because it strung you along on the premise itself, but it was great television and everything. But right, it just it, you see people, and then they, you know, they're all living together, friends style, and then eventually they gotta, you know, grow up and you know move get out their own place right. and you know do that kind of thing, and it's like. And so it's like, oh, we can't follow six storylines that happen in six different apartments. It's a little harder. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I guess Chandler and Monica would be technically one. Well, Chandler and Monica would be together and Rachel Spoilers. and Ross would be together. Oh, whoops. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Joey moved to L.A. and we tried to follow his story and that did not go well. We did. But then it became uh, a couple other shows, and they were all right. But, it did. What did it be? What other shows? Well, I mean, episodes was just Matthew Blanc. Oh, Matthew yeah. Blanc, and then Man Without a Plan or whatever. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but uh, but no, I think yeah, I think, and at the same time, I think you can also swap people out. I think people, you know, Bewitched style. <laughs> find someone that looks like them and peter (laughs) yeah yeah, peter york or uh what was what's his name dick dick sergeant and dick uh, dick york York, yep yeah just uh 
Yeah. Make sure they have the same first name, and most people won't know. Gone. Um, did you ever watch uh, Last Man Standing? I have seen a few, probably just with you. I I didn't oh, okay. have it watched. Because they, they swap out two. I watched a ton of it. They swap out two of the daughters at different times. Oh, really? Is, yeah. Like, the from the first season to the second season, they get a new eldest daughter. And then I think from, like, the fifth season to the sixth or fourth to the fifth or something like that, they swap out, swap out the middle daughter. And I've seen the other daughter and a lot of stuff now recently, too. So I wouldn't be surprised if they swap her out. <laughs> like, really? They're just like, you know. Yeah. Interesting. And was it was it jarring? Or did they do it pretty pretty well? Uh, I mean it's it's a season break. Right. So um they don't call attention to it, which is kind of funny because that show is a little tongue in cheek when they introduce anybody from home improvement. Okay. Uh huh. So um they um they've introduced um Richard Karn. Um yeah, and Al? introduced yeah, they introduced. Uh, I can't remember her name is Patricia something. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Jill, his wife, right, and everything. Um, they've introduced Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Nice. Um, and stuff like that, and so it's it's very like they they make references and stuff like that, and you know, kind of like Fuller House, where it's like. Well, if Michelle would, you know, join us or whatever, and they all look at the camera, right? Thing is, just like, oh, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, just little things like that. Like, um, I think, I think, you know, I think people are playing on nostalgia a lot, and they are. We love it, yeah, we love it. But, um, I don't know. That's why I've seen. I've kind of gotten a little intimidated by Doctor Who. Cause yeah. It's just, there's a lot to jump into, you know? There is, but the the cool thing about it is if you, uh, you, you can jump in at the beginning of any of the Doctor's runs and you would probably be fine. Okay. So I think uh, if you've never watched it ever... I think a fun place to jump in would be Matt Smith. Okay. You could go back and do David Tennant, which I would suggest you do if you get into it. Um, because uh-huh. David Tennant's run is great, but uh, but his run overlap. I mean, his his uh, Rose, who was one of the original companions for the first Doctor. Um, mm-hmm of the new series, she kind of carries over. And so you might not, um, you might feel like you're missing a few things because she was in the previous series. If you started with David, but, uh, but Matt's is a clean break, new people all around and, uh, and it's good stories. So, okay. So that would be my, that would be my suggestion. All right. There you go. And if, if you, you are if you like time drawing yeah. Whovians. And if you like the timey wimey business of crazy time stuff, that's also where you want to be. Okay. It gets there. So anyways. Alright. You're welcome. You go. You're welcome. Yeah. Because it's gonna last forever. It's gonna keep on going. It'll yeah, I would I yeah. They're gonna they're gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's Transition. let's shift gears a little bit okay. uh, and talk about the triggered memory. Uh, this week on this triggered memory, we want to talk about driving. We want to talk about early driving days. Um, when did you first learn to drive? So when I was young heard of it um i didn't actually like a lot of people like oh they maybe learned to drive like when they were little little on like some land that you know their 
grandpa or uncle had or something uh, like that. Sure, okay. But um, <laughs> pretty much my real first experience kind of driving and stuff was I had uh, my mom always drove like uh, a stick shift when, okay. when um, we were growing up as far well, I mean, maybe not always, but pretty much. And so um, she would, when I was about like 12 or so, yeah. she started teaching me kind of the, the principles, I guess, if you want to call it that, of, of, you know, changing gear and everything. And so um, when I would ride up front with her, which I'm sure is frowned upon now until you're like 180 pounds and, you know. I'm pretty like, sure you have to be an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i don't know what the rule is now to drive in the front seat but or to ride in the front seat but you have to have uh, at least it regenerated three times and then yeah. you can sit in the front seat <laughs> exactly your bones have to be like at least on bone set number two exactly or something or three <laughs> i guess but anyway so um so yeah you gotta um so i would sit in the front seat and uh she would um, I would have my hand on the shifter uh-huh. and she would have her hand over top. Okay. And so it was just, you know, it started out where she would just change gears and I would just kind of be just holding on. You just kind of feel the motion, right? Yeah. And so then um, eventually she would have me just like listening to the revs of the engine and um, she would tell me or she would say, Okay, tell me when to change gear. So I would say mm. now. And so, you know, she would shift it in a second and now. And then she would shift it in a third and everything. And then eventually it got Smart. to the point where um where I would say now and I would shift it. So I'm learning British style, right? right. Shifting because <laughs> that's the craziest thing to me, I guess. Um that I guess in my mind still works because I kind of learned that way. But if I went to England, it would be totally counterintuitive where I would want to put first gear up against my thigh, you know, right. Right. It's um, backwards. where it's, yeah, where it's actually, it's still on the left side, the top right. left it's of the still car. Over there. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that um, was kind of how I started driving. And so when I actually, got behind the wheel when I was, you know, 15 and a half, right? Got my permit mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I, you know, already had that kind of down. And so it was just a matter of kind of feeling out um, like the actual pedals and everything. Um, but uh, one of my um, favorite memories about learning to drive is um, when I was driving one time, um, my mom had her hand on my headrest. So just kind of, she's just leaning back a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, um, just, you know, I'm pretty good at this point. You know, I've, you know, learned in the parking lot, got that down super smooth. Right. Um, I'm out on the road, you know, I'm very two and 10 hyper vigilant, checking my blind spots, checking my things, my blinkers, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm in the like right turn lane and I'm, you know, it's a long right turn lane. And then somebody darts in the turn lane and like cuts me off. And she just like smacks me in the ear. <laughs> like her hand just comes off of the headrest. Bam. And so I'm like, Ugh! and I'm like trying to break at the same time as like, you know, this ringing and everything. And I'm like, Ugh! and it was just because she was just startled. It wasn't anything I did. Obviously, you know, she wasn't like reprimanding me or anything, but she just was like, Bleh! and it was, I mean, that's hilarious. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, I almost rear-ended the guy because, you know, he cut me off and I just got jostled in the face. And so <laughs> that, that was kind of my, okay, if you can handle, you know, mass distraction and still right. not get in an accident, then, uh, then I think you're good. I think you're, you're in a good Doing place. Doing just fine. Yeah, so I definitely, um, that's kind of where I, um, you know, learned to drive. And um, the other thing was the, the torture test that my mom had was, uh, besides that, was um, there's this uh, 
road. Uh, it's I think I can't remember. It's Fountain and something, but there's this like very 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 steep hill with a, a light at the top. Yeah, with the traffic light at the top, and so you have to stop. And it's like, oh man, like starting. It's worse right there. It's worse than Woodman yeah. and Union. Oh yeah, which is pretty yeah, bad. That's a pretty bad. It's, it's it's pretty straight up and stuff. And I just remember going there, and my mom just being like, "All right, well, you gotta you know go without rolling back, and just just you know it you know I got it, and you know it was just that was very scary." just the the whole rollback but now it's funny because my uh my boss had uh has a jeep that he doesn't drive because he's worried about rolling back and i'm like i can teach you how to do it like, yeah it's not hard I, yeah because like, you just you learn the you learn the balance you, yeah and you can just actually sit there with no brake yeah, if you want to um, in the clutch and everything. Yep, yeah. and then and then you just get gun it when it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's my uh, driver's ed experience. No, uh, no professional teachings of any kind. It was very mm-hmm. much just yeah. my mom took me out, taught me, and then did you got my license? Did you? Did I ever take you out driving? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. No, because I mean, you took my brother multiple times. Because, a lot, a lot of times, yeah. Um, my mom, my sister, myself, and yourself all tried to teach him, and he still had to go to driver's ed. He was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he was all right. He was terrible. <laughs> anyway, what's your what's your driving learning? Um. Similar though, I didn't learn. I learned on autom- He didn't even get his license until he was eighteen. I had to drive him to school. That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey. That's a true story. Mm-hmm. So Andy I- tried to get me banned from the senior parking lot. What an idiot! <laughs> he's like, he's like, we shouldn't have underclassmen parking in the. I'm like, I'm an underclassman that drives you to school. Like, <laughs> anyway, he's like, I could claim you. Um, so. So yeah, so I was very interested in driving as a young person, though um, we didn't have a stick at the time, so I didn't get any of that uh, mm-hmm. manual preparation that you got before I learned, though. I remember distinctly, I don't remember how old I was, 12 or 13 maybe, where my dad talked me through how you actually dri- how you drive, you know, a regular, okay. just a regular car. Um, I didn't get to try it, but he gave me the, the, you know, the ins and outs of it. And, and ever since that point, when I was a passenger and couldn't drive, I would like think through it while somebody else was driving, you know? So mentally I'm running the, the track, right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That is something that you much more did than I did. Yeah. As far as like, I mean, since you ran for. Yeah, but I never, I never visualized running. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something that people do. So that was my right. analogy. So sorry. I, I've seen it, cool runnings. You, I know how it goes. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> Eins fine dry and all of that. So, mm-hmm. um, so anyways, when it came for time for me to learn, like, I don't know why we decided to do this. My dad took me out and I drove quite a bit, but then they decided that I should still do like the master drive course and, and go through that. So mm-hmm. I did and it was fine and I learned a lot and I still feel I know more about the rules of the road than most people. But anyways, that's, that's a fair. that's yeah. a very braggy thing to say, but people are <laughs> stupid on the road, and you're like, right. "That's illegal. You can't do that. Don't do that." Um, anyways, but uh, but I took Master Drive, which is like you know, driver's ed of some sort, and uh, I drove my car, which was a 
tourist station wagon, so it was nice and big and long, and I fit well yeah, in old it. Old blue. Yeah. So that was a kind of the thing that was tough for me uh, to some degree is that when I was learning to drive a car, I wasn't comfortable in a small space where now I can drive any car. It doesn't really bother me. But at right. the, but before, just 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 the act of driving was weird enough that if I wasn't comfortable in a car, that was hard, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, the master drive cars, they had to get a car that was actually similar to the one that I was driving, and they had. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like by their standards, or just because? For well, for me, for specifically, because I didn't, I wasn't comfortable physically in any other cars. So they got, they had one, but it was like in a different branch of theirs or whatever and they had to get right. they had to get it down and whatever so that I it was a similar length and I could kind of spread out a little bit and drive but of course still had the wheel on the other side and the pedals on the other side if I was right. the worst driver ever so <laughs> right so the most the the thing I remember most from that class is the classroom sessions where we just learned things and didn't actually drive. The only real time I even remember driving uh, there was not in their car at all, was in my car. When you get towards the end of the course, you go to uh, um, you go to a, par- a, a parking lot somewhere where they put down the slicks track liquid gel stuff. Oh really? So they yeah, and then you practice uh you practice getting out of spins. So they pur- mm-hmm. they purposely throw you into a spin and you have to, you know, steer into it, you know, like they say, and and get yourself out of the spin. That's what I remember most from that class. Wow, that's It was cool. That It was fun. That is intense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about this a little bit where you just got to, at some point, you just got to go into a parking lot with some snow and just kind of feel it all out. Right. And everything and just kind of figure out how to how the car moves and responds and everything like that. But, yeah, I didn't think they, they'd actually take you and do a do a gel. It's pretty yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, because, um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice in that controlled setting. They make you feel what it feels like because almost everyone's going to slip and slide at mm-hmm. some point. And if you don't know instinctively what to do, you're gonna you're gonna end up in the ditch, you know. So right. Anyway, so we 100%. did that. Yeah, and so and then it wasn't until later on, and I'm not sure how much later, honestly, that I learned to drive a stick. And my dad taught me on his truck, and it was just the highest clutch you could ever ask for. <laughs> so the engage point was so high. Um, and I fi- mm-hmm. once I figured out how to get that going, I was like, I could drive any clutch if, you know, mm-hmm. if I could drive this high clutch. So. Well, yeah, that's, that's definitely when I was uh, uh, my first car, I ended up uh, breaking the uh accelerator cable uh-huh um it just was old and like i don't know maybe we like over tightened it or something when we replaced the the carburetor base um and all this kind of different stuff but um it was to the point where uh when uh and you know you don't pay some shop to fix this kind of stuff you just go to some somebody that your mom knows that knows how to fix a car you <laughs> fix it on the street outside his house and, right you know and in, in in the in the cold and you just and everything like that and it sits there for four or five days until you guys have enough time to finish everything but um definitely um i learned to drive a little uniquely with that car because uh when we readjusted it uh with a a bike brake cable. Um, it, <laughs> it was, um, 
it was it was looser than it should have been. So okay. it, the idle would just drop off. It would literally, if you let your foot off the gas at any time, it would um, would stall. It would just stall out, like the car would just. Zoop. So you had to and keep so- a little gas on the whole time. And it was a manual, so you always had to have the gas on a little bit while you switched gears? Yes. So when oh, you're braking or so switching gears, you had to keep your foot a little bit on the gas. And so for the first – ooh, I drove that car for a while. I want to say like a year and a half, I guess. Wow. Um, I would just drive with my foot half on the brake and half on uh, – well, it would be it would, like my foot, my right foot, always on the gas, always on the gas, but then my other foot, like half on the clutch, half on the brake, mm. and stuff. So like, um, and everything. So then, uh, yeah, I would just learn to to brake and uh, gas and everything with both feet, like all the time. And so if I, um. Oh no, it was actually the other way around. What am I talking about? Um I would have my foot on the gas a little bit while I was braking. So my f- clutch would be all the way in because right. it was also an old car, so you had to engage it all the way to the floor. <laughs> uh-huh. And and yeah, like I would just basically have to use the ball of my foot or my big toe basically to start pressing on the brake. So if I had to slam on the brakes, left foot clutch in and then I'd slam on the brakes, and then my engine would just rev. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> slamming with my foot half on half. So it's just like, Nyeh! oh so my it, gosh. So, so when people were driving with me, and they would see like, oh, like like braking, they would hear that it sounded like I was accelerating and just gonna slam into whatever I'm supposed to be trying not to hit. That's hilarious. And stuff and yeah, it was. It was a unique situation for sure, but it was it was fun and um like I said, you know, it actually helps on those hills because then I can have my foot on the brake and on the clutch and start just like twisting my foot to start pressing the gas right as I let off the brake. So, you know, it, it definitely helped there because that car had no get up and go, so you d- <laughs> couldn't really idle it between you had to hit that perfect right yeah so um but uh uh we got that car for really cheap (laughs) that's all that lasted it lasted as long as it needed to last that's right which is which is fine and then the replacement car was the same exact thing but a year newer nice (laughs) so yeah exactly not much of an upgrade but yeah so um so yeah, you um you don't drive a stick now though, right? I d- don't. I had uh, I had one not terribly long ago though. Mm-hmm. Uh which I enjoyed. I like the stick, but uh but no, both my cars right now are automatic. Mm. I I definitely have gotten into some trouble uh because uh Stephanie's car is pretty much exactly like mine yeah but i mine's a stick and hers is not and to the point where i've almost (laughs) changed gears or i'll go to brake and you know go to press the clutch in all fast and nick and then just break break real hard yep break real hard and stuff like that. definitely done that yeah it's it's a weird transition because i mean you get really used to um driving a stick yeah you know and on the other side is i'll i'll have driven that for like a week when we like travel somewhere and then i'll get back in my car and yeah i'll forget to press the clutch and be like oh crap what am i doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's a weird weird balance there yeah man so if you don't know how to drive a stick you gotta go learn man that's a great yeah that's a great skill and it's fun Mm mm-hmm it is a lot of fun. I mean, when we were practicing in the snow and stuff, uh, a stick, you know, you can you can learn to throw it into first gear and then 
um, completely stop the wheels and throw it into reverse and completely stop the wheels and throw it into first gear again, like trying to rock yourself out of like a, a ditch right? and everything. It's, it's takes some timing, but it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, man. All right. Well, we need we need some transition music. To the new. New diddly do. So yeah, what's your what's what's new? What's your new? What's my new? Well, everyone's been sick in my house this week. So that's that's the new. Um well, we're on the upswings now. Oh good. But both of my kids have ear infections. Uh, not what they good, what they got after being sick with the, well, basically a bad cold. So uh-huh. my boy's still coughing. He's still got a good mm-hmm. cough. My daughter is feeling much better though. She's probably the wellest of most of us. I am feeling okay, though I may have scratched my eye. Huh. I don't know. The in the middle of the other day my eye started feeling real weird, like towards the you know, towards the apex there by the nose. Mm-hmm. That's not the terminology, but uh, you know, by the corner <laughs> the corner of my eye. Um right. and uh I don't know, it feels very localized in kind of a line shape. And I can Ugh think i can see it but i don't know it's uh so i'm really just trying not to rub it and let it rest and whatever so there's mm-hmm. that but i still got some stuff in my throat and gunk and whatnot um yeah so there was a, a couple of days or so where everybody was just down and out and Yikes. uh Thankfully, some of those days met up with um, with some snow days, so we got we got some we got some rest days. That was nice. So three days off. That's right. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, just because I just thought of it. Um, oh, you're doing you're doing news now? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just taking a quick tangent on the snow thing. Are you familiar with a winter squall? Uh, those two words independently, I guess. So, no. <laughs> Today on my phone, I got a winter advisory for a uh-huh. winter squall. Okay. A- and that... <laughs> Apparently, a winter squall it's is a sudden whiteout mm-hmm. okay. type situation. Where it basically is like a blizzard type weather, but for a mm-hmm. short amount of time. So it squalled here for maybe 30 minutes. And then um, an hour later, blue skies. It was very weird. Okay. That is very interesting. So there you go. Because, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's... a. Uh, Short winter storm, right? Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. like uh it's a like an intense storm though, like a winter squall. Right, right, right. Uh like a sudden whiteout type. Like don't go out situation. for those thirty minutes. I yeah. Yeah. I looked out the window and I was like, What? This is very strange. But uh there you go. Okay. So my new wasn't right. wasn't much. It was about sickness, so keep yourself healthy. No. These are the yes. times of the year where the mm-hmm. flu and colds and stuff knock you out. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, I am a host of something, and yes, it's not been. Yeah, it's just uh, I can feel it in my tonsils. Yeah, <laughs> not, not fun. Yes, sir. But um, how about but yeah, yourself? Uh, my my new uh, kind of comes, I guess, in two parts as well. Okay. Uh, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I've been watching a lot of a, uh, not a new YouTube channel, but a YouTube channel I go back to every once in a while and kind of just 
binge watch a lot of the stuff and then let it go for a couple of months and then binge watch a lot and uh-huh. uh called Project Farm. Project Farm. Okay. Project Farm. And Project Farm is basically um just this one guy that goes um he he gets his suggestions from listeners and this that and the other and pretty much what he does is he um he compares products so okay. um he has a like a workshop that's just like you know a big garage and um i guess he has you know kind of a farm and everything like that but he has got to be i mean it is if you're not watching it with interest in the actual product comparison, it is super boring and super dull. <laughs> like, like it is, it is very meticulous and very like as scientific as you can be without being like, you know, overly like, you know, scrutinizing and stuff like that. Like for instance, he'll compare, um, let's say super glues. Okay. So he'll buy, um, you know, six of the top super glues, you know, just go to Walmart or whatever. Sure. And he'll, you know, he prepares the, the surface, you know, cleans it with brake cleaner, um, you know, and then glues on, um, you know, with the same amount of glue, da, 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 um, like a three bolts each. And then he does like a gauge test, you know, like a force test in, in like three different directions for each super glue. And then like, shows like a chart and all this kind of different stuff. And, and he doesn't even like really like a lot of times he doesn't even like deem a winner. He just says, well, yeah, like, you know, if it's this application, then this one's the strongest. If you're looking at this application, then it probably would be this one, but you know, and he's like, and I'm not sponsored by any of these. And so he just, you know, does his YouTube and has his Patreon and, and everything like that. And so it's very, you know, interesting. Um, um, just, this is my findings and stuff like that. And like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to watch. Like he, he, he has like music that he, you know, kind of promotes where like, he'll tell you what the song is that he picked, you know, and like, and everything like that. Um, for, you know, just while you're watching him uh-huh. weigh different, different things and, and compare, you know, what, um, you know, type of grease is best or something like that. I don't know. I nice. just really like it because it is, it is very much like you, you really sit there and you're like, if you go to the store and you just are standing in the aisle and you're like, oh, flip me. Like, why is this one so much more expensive than this one? Right. <laughs> you know, like, like what do any of these laundry detergents, like what's the difference? Like, I mean, I could read the packaging, but they're all going to say like, 10 times the cleaning power right. and like boosts of this and da, 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 da. and you're like, I don't really want to sit here and like, you know, like maybe I'll try this one. Maybe I'll try the next, this one the next time. But then like, there's no like necessarily a side by side comparison. This guy is the side by side comparison. He'll like send stuff off to a lab to have it analyzed at the same time as he tests it in, you know, different capacities and, and things like that. And like, I mean, he did like wiper blades, right? Uh-huh. Where he did like six different brands of wiper blades, and he, you know, does uh, a dry run to see if they squeak. You know how much how uh-huh. much they squeak with just a little bit of water. He does like a full on rainstorm, and he's like, and he explains like he's like, I'm gonna have the hose the spray nozzle taped to this. Um, this cone on the hood of my car. So it's exactly the same height every time, you know? So, and it's like, they're, it's like, so it's exactly the same water pressure and everything. And, um, we're going to watch it in high speed. And then he freezes the wiper blades in like, you know, 20 degrees below uh-huh. in his freezer. And then like, you know, test them, like, you know, how well they like, you know, can work with the ice on them and all this kind of different stuff. So, he nice. goes through like these different scenarios, like mainly I would say for him to just be like, I'm going to start buying these wiper blades, <laughs> these <are> the <laughs> but he does it in a way that you're just like, all right. Yeah. 
And yeah, a lot of it is left up to the decision where it's like, this one is four times as expensive. It is the best in these tests, but you have to ask yourself, is it better to have like batteries, for instance? He's like, he's like, you can buy this battery, which is, you know, three times as expensive. It lasts three times as long. So do you want that thing to sit in the same thing? Or is it like a kid's toy where if, you know, you want it to stop early and say, oh, no, the battery died. Right. That's fine, too. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and stuff like that. So um, I've been watching a lot of that kind of gearing up for my next big project, which oh. is this this house. So a uh, little catch up on the house, Sitch. Uh-huh. Uh, so we uh, we had the inspection. And the inspection was, you know, a couple of things that we noticed, some things that you don't because you're not spending two hours going through this house. You're spending half an hour, you know, maybe right. walking through an open house or something like that. Right. So, um, stuff like, you know, there's a step that's broken on the deck and um, the um, there was like a really old water leak in the basement but it you know hasn't leaked in probably several years so it's just they suck at doing drywall or didn't want to do the the effort to um you know reseal the patch or whatever so there's little things like that that aren't too big of a problem um but the biggest thing was the fact that the hvac system in the MLS said it was newer and the water heater was also said to be newer. Um, The water heater is pretty obviously within the last like two years or so, like it even has RO water, like reverse osmosis water. So, which is actually really nice. So you don't have to worry about like uh, hard water and everything. Right. Right. Um, but the HVAC system, we had it looked at, and it's at least 20 years old. Yikes. Which is a bummer. Because, you know, and my agent was saying, it's like, well, you know, you got your home warranty for a while, and then, you know, it's just a couple thousand dollars, you know, da 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 And I'm like, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, it's a couple thousand dollars in two or three years, or a couple thousand dollars in like 15 years. So kind of a big jump. You know, you're shaving 10 plus years off of, you know, this air, this this unit, right? Which is kind of a bummer. Right. So um, we, we went back and forth a little bit on, you know, if we were going to ask them to change it and or uh drop the price or whatever let me just ask in your opinion like if you were looking to buy a house and somebody like that that came up do you think it's easier for the seller to um to swap it out or to drop the price Uh, easier for them like which which do you think they would like you know lean towards i think Dropping it, dropping the price so they don't have to actually be responsible with for changing it. See, that's what I thought as well, because I was like, yeah, like if there's a huge difference, like, you know, you got to get a new roof or you got to get a new HVAC system or um, or something like that. Even new carpet. Right. Right. You in my understanding of the situation, I would be like, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to go pick out new carpet. I don't want to have to find a guy and find, you know, like negotiate parts and yeah, I'm trying to get out of costs here. and everything. I want to get out of here. So yeah, like if you're not, you know, depending on the situation, it's like, yeah, if it's going to cost five grand to do it, then here there's five grand off the cost of the house. Good luck. Right. Right. It works right now, you know, and after I'm done, I'm not going to feel bad. <laughs> about you know about it right right right. you know and um and maybe that's just because i'm like you know it's like fixing a car either you're gonna fix the car and keep it 
or you're going to sell the car with the problems and just see if they notice and knock the price off, you know, like, right. Oh yeah. You did notice that the muffler rattles a little bit. So yeah, here's 300 bucks off, you know, get that, right. You know, welded back on or whatever. But my agent was like, no, the, the easiest thing for them is to, to replace it. Cause they want to keep like the price high and they'll have the capital. Like they're going to be getting X amount for the house so it's easier for them than just to turn around and fix it before after the right. sale is complete, but before closing. No, like to just put it on like a credit card or whatever, and then just pay it all off or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. You know, something, something along those lines. And I was like, really? I'm like, with this situation, I mean, I think it's a single mom moving out and everything. I'm like, I don't think, I mean, I would assume that she would just want to just get out get the price but right long story short um we asked kind of just a hey there's a couple of issues with the house this and this and this and this you know the the deck and the the a broken window and this that and the other and he even said to me he's like it's like we'll we'll put it out there we'll see what they say if they don't say if they say they're not going to fix anything he's like i'll cover your second year of home warranty right and I was like, okay. okay. Um, so he, he kind of just talked to the agent and was like, hey, you know, we got a couple of things. We're going to send you a list. And he's like, they're not fixing anything. They're not going to do anything. The house is as is. They'll give you $1,000 off either that price or towards closing costs. That's all we're willing to do. Golly. And even he was like, whoa. Okay. And he's like, all right, looks like I'm buying you, you know, that second year because holy cow, I did not expect them to just kind of just come right back with, nope, we're not touching anything. Yeah, yeah, we're not even going to like vacuum, (laughs) you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, and they just want to be out and done. So, I mean, it is what it is. In one way, I'm a little disappointed that i don't get some free fixes right in another way i'd almost prefer like i said i would actually prefer that they come down in price because then i'm not getting the crappiest air conditioner in the world right installed by the cheapest person ever you know right that just to get out of this you know get out of there yeah like oh the engine just got sprayed with WD-40, so it looks shiny, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind right. of selling process. So I know what I'm walking into um, and what I got to fix. I just wish they were a little bit more, you know, they have a, they had a lot of offers, so they're not willing to come down very much. But that's kind of the biggest thing is just it's like, man, a little bit of compromise, please, like – more than a thousand dollars worth of stuff to do. Yeah, well, that's the tough thing about the current market. Since it's a seller's market, they can say, "Nah, I can just go to the next guy." Like, yep. exactly. He's willing to give me the same, if not more, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so they have all the leverage. Where yep. usually a buy, you know, historically, buyers have more leverage than they do now. But yep. So, yeah, so there's a lot of things I'm going to be fixing. So I've just been watching this channel trying to figure out which fasteners or which, you know, um, you know, drywall screws to use or whatever. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good. Um, the appraisal came back at full value of what my offer is. Okay. So the, um, the plus there is I got, um, the house for the market value. Um, that's and really good. If I have to do anything, um, I'm just adding equity. You know, right? If I, um, you know, if my home warranty is what it's supposed to be, and something craps out, then you know, I get you know five thousand dollar air conditioner, or you know, five thousand dollar air conditioner, and that's five thousand dollars towards the value of the house, kind of a thing. So, right. Right. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. 
When so are you guys? Do you know when you close? Uh, it should be next week oh. or um, uh, like a week and a half. Oh wow! So um, so that's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. Sign a million papers and yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then and mo- then it's yeah move on move, to move projects. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. Cool. So yeah, that's uh, that's my new, and uh, awesome. hopefully, you know, I'm I did buy the money pit on um, <laughs> on Laserdisc, so that might be the Ooh, first thing we're, nice. <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, um, that is the show. That's it, buddy. Thanks a lot. That is that is what we're doing. That's how and it's done. So. If uh, anybody wants to reach out to us, uh, hit us up. Hit us up on tag and Brando at gmail.com. T A G G N B R E N D O at gmail.com. Uh, we did have uh, one piece of mail um, to confirm our rules to ghost in the graveyard. Did we go over that? We did. We did. Um, there was, oh, no, it was the monster game. From the road trip. Oh. So, uh, yeah, it was two different uh, two different things. The monster game was where one person drew a monster and had a body part hanging off, like a tentacle or an arm right, or right. something. And then the next person uh, drew the – or the, then you drew that missing arm on another piece of paper and then handed it to the next person, and they drew the next monster with the part hanging off so that we can – chain them all together right and yeah that's uh how we do nice so thanks for being with us yeah thanks for your time and uh we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did yeah of course all right well we'll see you guys and here you'll hear us next week have a good one bye bye